to Food Freedom Radio, where we plan to nourish the seeds of change. I'm Laura Hedlund, a student of permaculture, a food patriot to the natural world, and a person who knows cheap food is not cheap. And uh, pleased to have in studio with us Candy Brofel. Uh, Candy is the publisher, the local publisher of Natural Awakenings, and the host of a new show on AM 950, Green Tea Conversations. Let's talk natural wellness. Hey, welcome, Candy. Good morning, Laura. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. We're so excited about your new um, show on AM 950. I am so excited as well. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about Green Tea Conversations. So Green Tea Conversations is really, it's a radio show that we are going to be talking with local experts about everything to do with your physical, mental, spiritual health, Um, talking to the experts who have the information we need in order to live a more healthy, happier life. A more healthy, happier life. Mm -hmm. Well, that sounds like a fun thing to do. Yes, and we have so much expertise right here in the Twin Cities. And so many people who do just really unique services. They have innovative products and um, just very progressive ideas that can really help us in understanding our own well-being and be able to make better decisions for ourselves. Right, so um, Green Tea Conversations will start on Sunday, January 6th, 10 to 11. Uh, Food Freedom Radio um, airs on Saturdays and replays on Sundays at the 10 o'clock hour. So people who are used to listening to Food Freedom Radio on Sunday know that you can catch Food Freedom Radio on Saturday or anytime via podcast. So, um, but now it's going to be the Green Tea tea Conversations. So, Kathy, um, uh, Candy, tell us a little bit about your background. So, um, as you said, I am the publisher of Natural Awakenings. I purchased the magazine a year ago, and so I started publishing the magazine then. And uh, prior to that, I worked for 15 years in higher education in workforce development. So I was the dean of career and technical education workforce development at a tribal college in northern Minnesota. And then I uh, spent a couple of years as a business advisor working for a nonprofit out of Duluth, working with small business owners to help them grow their business. And I've also, in the last 27 years, my husband and I have owned what's called an adult foster care home. And we take care of elderly people who may have some developmental disabilities. So some of our clients have developmental disabilities and some do not. And we have three people who live with us in our home who we care for. So we've done that for 27 years as well. Wow, 27 years. We're going to talk more about that. But then you also grew up on a farm. I did. (laughs) I grew up on a farm in northern Minnesota as well, and um, kind of more of a hobby farm, I guess you would say. At at some points, it was more more to produce income for the family, but at one point, we had 200 head of dairy goats, if that's of any interest to you. (laughs) 200 heads of dairy goats and growing up. And one of the things that you were saying when we talked earlier is like in 2008, when there was a lot of fear, and your husband was fearful with all the economy. Your mom said something. Um, Actually, it was his mother. His mother. His mother, yes. So um, both of us had grown up pretty um, pretty poor. We grew up in poverty. I grew up on a farm, and he grew up in the inner city. And so growing up on a farm, you really never knew that you were poor because you always had food. We always had gardens. We always had food that was kept for us for winter. And so we never lacked for anything like that but when you grow up in the inner city when you grow up in poverty it's very hard to get food so there were times where his mother had told stories about you know the only thing that she had left in her cupboards was butter and sugar and flour and she'd make caramel rolls and the kids thought it was just the biggest treat and it was all that she had to feed them but in 2008 when the economy was tanking and people were losing jobs and There was a lot of fear about what's going to happen, what's going to happen with our own income and with our own family household. He was talking to his mother about it, and she said, you know, I don't know why you're so concerned about this, honestly. She said, you know how to be poor. You've been poor before. (laughs) She said, you should really feel sorry for people who have never been poor because they don't know how to do it. And I think there's something about community because I can hear my mom saying, you know, we were all poor, but nobody knew it. (laughs) Nobody knew it. No, we know how to do it. (laughs) Because there was this community and, you know, you sort of had each other's backs or something. So um, and so I want to talk a little bit about your hope for the show, Green Tea Conversations. Um, You wrote um, this that um, though we have intuitive knowledge of what we need to thrive, we often forsake our natural instincts to the voice of authority. 
Educating ourselves in uh, complementary therapies and natural health will give us more control of our health and options. Yes, yes. So the one thing that I've noticed over the last year of having the magazine when I'm out and meeting with people out at expos or different events or just actually just meeting people in the community is I hear a lot about people will come up to me and say, you know, I had an illness and I listened to my doctor I wasn't, I knew something wasn't right. I knew maybe I should have done something different, but the doctor knew what to do. And they do. And I'm not taking anything away from that at all because medical care is very, very important. But the more we know about complementary therapies as well, and complementary means using in tandem with your medical care, it doesn't mean using instead of. Right. So it's really, it you is know, complementary. They work together. Right. They work together. So how can can, you know, the more that you know about that, the more that you know about nutrition and fitness and the um, therapies that are out there that you can add to your well-being, the healthier that you can become. You know, you can take control. Those are things that you can do to help yourself um, just stay healthy or become healthier if you're in a in a situation where you're you know, having some health issues. Right, and so the article, uh, the magazine has a lot of quick health tips. Like one I picked up from the December issue is the value of rosemary. So in a double bind study, um, the use of rosemary can lower blues, aid sleep, and improve memory. And that was a double bind study. So rosemary, I, I have like a four foot rosemary plant in my house that I've had for whatever, 10 years. And I love I mean, rosemary. I love rosemary too, <laughs> but I had no idea about, you know, I was not, so that made me think I could probably just take a couple Twigs of the rosemary, put some hot water, maybe add some other stuff and have my own little rosemary fixer. Yes, there's so many different things that you can do with your rosemary. I mean, you, you know, you can make the essential oils with it, which is great for uh, using for yourself, using on your own skin and using for breathing in. But even just simply walking by that rosemary bush and brushing against it just releases all those great smells that really do help uplift yeah, those smells. And we have an uh, epidemic of anxiety and depression right now. So having that simple rosemary plant. And also I have a bay leaf plant. Now my bay leaf plant is, is going on five feet. <laughs> you are so lucky to have I know, bay leaf. I know. I feel like I'm bragging, <laughs> but I, I am really lucky. And But, but we've been, it's, it's not that hard. I mean, I, we've had it and, and it, we get tons of food out of there. But you also were telling me about the bay leaf cleansing um, um Yes, yeah, so you right. So you can use bay leaf to cleanse your space and simply by burning it. So it's kind of like burning sage if you've ever done that, uh, where you're clearing a space or clearing an area, and uh, you can just light the bay leaf and use it uh, throughout your home, and it helps to clear clear the air, clear any negativity out of the space, and just helps you as you're coming into this new year. Plus, the smell of it is great, yes. and it just it's just something good you can do for yourself. Cool. Um, so in another article, I, they have a little tip on the dangers of blue light, um, all that cons computer screen and, and the lights that are hitting us with the blue light. And so how we learn about that and take responsibility in our own life. I know people can wear glasses or there's all sorts of things and strategies we can do. Some people will have greater sensitivity to blue light. So how we mm -hmm. kind of wake up to our and take responsibility for our own health. Oh, and there's so many things that you can do. I mean, it could simply be putting a screen in front of your computer to help black out that blue light. Um, there's those type of things, like you said, with your glasses. It's kind of impossible not to have, not to be with computers if, you know, if you're in the workplace um, or you're working from home, you have your own business. We all need to use computers. But what are some things that you can do that um, can help to protect you against that? And it's also important not to, you know, we leave them on because they update during the evenings and that type of thing. But it's also a good idea to shut them off and then do the manual updates because that helps to um, limit the amount of blue blue light that's getting out as well. Right. And so uh, people who look at computer screens right before bed can often have sl uh, disrupted sleep. So really trying to shut off the computer a good hour before you go to bed is a, a tip that I've heard some people say. Yes. Always a good idea. Yeah. Hard to do, but a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is. It can be hard to do. So and another little story that you had in there was, um, uh, and this was a, a national study, was that glyphosate, of course, that's Monsanto's Roundup, has been found in every sample of the most popular beer and wine in the world. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it that depressing? It is depressing. I mean, it, it is so depressing. It really is depressing. And so, I mean, um, the, and, and the power of that industry um, is very scary. And so how we kind of, I don't know if we want to use the word wake up, but or, or take responsibility for health and well-being. Do we want glyphosate in all of our beer and wine? And it'd be interesting to know if local wine, um, still in local beers, um, have less glyphosate or organic beers. I assume they would. Right. So, you know, finding those and going out and really seeking that, not only are you are you doing something that's good for your health, and that's what's so important, but I mean, if you can, if you can find organic wines and beers that are not going to have all of the chemicals on it, great. But it's also, you know, that's also bringing it back to the small business owner as well. Right. Because they're, they're doing some really innovative and important things um, with their own farming and with their own uh, supplies, mm-hmm. trying to find their own supplies that can really help to support Local and as well. I've done a lot of uh, brewing in my own wines with the berries from the yard. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, and that's it's not that hard to do. It's a fun it's a fun uh, it's a fun hobby to do that as well. So, you're listening to Food Freedom Radio on AM nine fifty, the Progressive Voice of Minnesota, and we're talking to the host of a new show that's we starting on the new year on AM nine fifty, Green Tea Conversations. Let's talk natural wellness. Uh, we're talking with Candy Bofill. Um She's the uh, editor, the publisher of Natural Awakenings. Be sure to pick up your copy of this month's Natural Awakenings magazine, a free local guide to a healthier and more balanced life. Each monthly issue includes timely, local, national, and global stories. Learn about alternative and complementary medicine, nutrition, fitness for body and mind, personal growth, sustainability, and much more. Natural Awakenings can be found at area health food stores food co-ops, and retail locations. More information is available at naturaltwincities.com. That's naturaltwincities.com. Finding the best foods the Twin Cities has to offer is easy with eatlocalminnesota.com. Offering the top local and independently owned restaurants, eatlocalminnesota.com has everything from burger joints to cocktails and fine dining. Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club invites you to check out their beautiful facilities for your next special occasion. Book your wedding reception, retirement party, business dinner, or other special event with confidence, knowing their expert staff and award-winning chef will make it a big hit with your guests. Call today to get a quote, 763-571-9020. Lowry Hill Meats, located at 1934 Hennepin Avenue in Minneapolis, are friends with their farmers. Relying on regionally sourced, clean, quality meats, they take pride in their aged beef, on pork, house-made sausages, and air-dried poultry. Their house-made sandwiches should not be missed. Find them online at LowryHillMeats.com. I'm Connie Burek, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind, body, spirit, emotion perspective. On the Awakened Living Radio Show, we will discuss stress, self-care, fear, happiness, beliefs, communication, joy, pain, trauma, and more. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion radio show Saturdays at 10 a.m. Let us share with you ways to infuse vitality into life. Seward Co-op, serving the community for over 45 years, invites you to shop through two convenient locations. Seward Co-op stores are committed to local producers and food you can feel good about serving your family and guests. Pre-order your holiday meal from Seward, local free-range Ferndale turkeys, handcrafted traditional vegetarian, vegan, and made-without-gluten sides, perfect for everyone at your holiday gathering. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store at 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at Seward.coop. Toyotathon is on. Head to Rudy Luther Toyota and check out the great deals. Rudy Luther has huge model year-end incentives, but it's the continued service which will make you a loyal Luther customer. Get two years maintenance free with every new Toyota purchased performed in one of the largest volume service departments in the country. They'll never sell you service you don't need. Plus, the Luther Advantage card gets you great discounts at holiday. Go to RudyLutherToyota.com for all the Toyotathon deals. Rudy Luther Toyota, 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. So welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Headland. 
in studio is Candy Brofel, and Candy is the publisher of Natural Awakenings and the host of a new show on AM 950, Green Tea Conversations. Let's talk natural wellness. And uh, Green Tea Conversations will be starting in the new year, um, January 6th from 10 to 11. Food Freedom Radio airs on Saturdays and replays on Sunday at the 10 o'clock hour. So if you're lo- used to listening to Food Freedom Radio on Sunday, know that you can still catch us on Saturday or anytime via podcast. But um, Kenny, let's talk about what you mean by awakening. Mm-hmm. Always simple conversation. <laughs> so Natural Awakenings is really, uh, the magazine itself was brought uh, to us about 25 years ago. We're celebrating our 25th anniversary this year. And our founder, Sharon Bruckman, 25 years ago, looked at it and said um, that she was seeing an awakening to people really understanding what natural was about, what natural health was about, what eating natural was about, sustainability. And that there was an awakening that was happening and so if you think back 25 years ago when that started it's pretty interesting but now today we see it in just an even bigger way and so now when I think about awakening awakening is really just becoming very aware of who we are and and what we are in this world so who we are and what we have come here to do Hmm. And your first guest will be the, uh, who's, who's going to be your first guest? Our first guest uh, for the new year is Jackie Flaherty. And Jackie is the original publisher of the Twin Cities magazine. So she brought Natural Awakenings to the Twin Cities in 2012. And I'll be talking to her about some of her best memories that she has, some of the things that she really enjoyed doing, and also some of the challenges that she had while she was trying to grow the magazine. Um, and one of the things I appreciate, I listened to your interview with Connections Radio, and you talked about your experiences with um, your grandmother in various stages of um, your experiences with people in, in, in certain stages that we may not naturally associate with the awakenings. Mm-hmm. So... When I started, when my husband and I started our business, started our adult foster care, we did so because my grandparents had gotten sick. And I very much loved my grandparents and wanted to do whatever I could to help them. And so I had decided that I would... I would step up and be the person who could help take care of them. and But that meant that I had to leave my full-time job. So how do, how would I do that? And that's why I started the, the home, the adult foster care home. My grandparents had actually done it many years prior. Back then they called it a boarding care home. Yeah. And uh, it, so they had my grandfather had kind of suggested it for me as why don't we why don't you think about doing this and so I had started the adult foster care home and started taking care of my grandparents well my grandmother had ended up having a very bad stroke brought on from di- from a diabetic coma so she'd gone into a diabetic coma and had a stroke which caused a lot of dementia for her though we kind of believed that she also had some dementia beforehand and um the relationship that we had changed a great deal when I came in and started taking care of her. So no longer was she the person who took care of me, but I was the person who took care of her. And that dynamic is not an easy thing to <laughs> to transition. Um, but, it, you know, we went through it and, and we actually came out very strong on the other end of it. But... You know, it's it's a change. It's a very big change in your relationship and in how you see yourself. And it really helped me to grow up. I was 23 years old at the time. So at the time, you, you know, you're trying to do the right thing for this person who you love so much. But it really helped me to grow as a woman and as a caregiver and as somebody who could take responsibility and be able to see how what my role was what one of my roles is in this world as well that's so sweet after i listened to the show that Lori did with you i I remembered my dad had a um had two strokes and he had a, a total aphasia after a stroke and this was in 1984 and so but being with him was I think really a, an awakening experience because here I'm with somebody I deeply love who deeply loved me he deeply deeply loved me that was living 
but he didn't know my name. Mm-hmm. He didn't know that I shoplifted when I was 14. He, did, he didn't remember all this, uh, whatever negatives, but we knew each other outside of language. And that, to me, was a beautiful, um, sort of a beautiful experience. And when I think of um, awakening is such a complex world, and everyone has their own language and philosophies around it, but... Um, I have this, um, um, actually this is the obituary from um, the Economist magazine for Tom Keaton. And Thomas Keaton, he was a, p- a pioneer of contemplative prayer, and he died on October 25th at the age of 95. And he quoted um, the father of St. John's um, of the Cross, he said, who wrote that God's first language is silence. And he added uh, to that that everything else is a bad translation. Mm-hmm. So this awakening and this being <clears throat> present in ways that is it can include language, but it's also uh, almost more holistic. Yes, I, I guess I would ask you, what do you think you learned about yourself in the relationship that you gained with your father in that way? A place without limitations, you know, it's freedom, a place where you can be. I mean, I often think of, um, when I think about really common places, I mean, how we make, um, again, this word is problematic, I think, because people have such narratives around it. But but this simple relaxing, you can find it whether you're gardening, when you're holding a baby, when you're in an intimate conversation, in a nice, safe place, you know, how we connect um, sort of outside of the constructs. Mm-hmm. Of who you thought you were prior to that. Right. Or or even, I mean, you know, uh, um, so we put so much into our ego selves or, okay, here I am. <laughs> you know, this is, you know, I'm I'm good kid or I'm all this, you know, these concepts of self rather than just being with each other. Mm-hmm. And, and your father, you know, that role changed so much. It was the same thing with my grandmother, yes. where my grandmother had always been the matriarch of our family. She was always the person who took care of everyone, and now she needed complete care. She needed someone, and it was overnight. It wasn't like she had slowly declined. She had a massive stroke, and overnight she needed to be cared for. And I guess one of the blessings, even though it was very difficult, but mm-hmm. one of the blessings that I saw in this was the stroke also brought her back. It almost like it it took her back to a time when she was a child, and so she was willing to be taken care of where Mm -hmm. over the years I've taken care of other um, matriarchs of families who weren't in that same place, and it's very difficult for them to be taken care of, right? They're used to being the one to do it. Right. And so it's really trying to walk that line. But we all have this concept about who we are, and that was one of the things that I learned about myself, too, is that I am perfectly capable of taking care of myself, even though... You know, I always turned to my grandmother or my mother to help me. It was it was that time where I had to be the person to step up and do it, and you can and you can do it. It's not easy. No, it's not easy, and uh, there's, there's a lot of challenges. But um, we are talking. You're listening to Food Freedom Radio, and we're talking with the new host of Green Tea Conversations, which is starting the new year, January uh, January sixth at ten o'clock to eleven o'clock on Sunday, um, and we'll return with more conversation. This is Food Freedom Radio, and. AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Seward Co-op, serving the community for over 45 years, invites you to shop through two convenient locations. Seward Co-op stores are committed to local producers and food you can feel good about serving your family and guests. Pre-order your holiday meal from Seward, local free-range Ferndale turkeys, handcrafted traditional vegetarian, vegan, and made-without-gluten sides, perfect for everyone at your holiday gathering. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store at 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at Seward.coop. Most of us try to be careful about how we eat and the safety of our food. At Total Dog Company, we believe in giving our dogs nutritious, safe food, too. We offer a variety of kibble, canned, and frozen and dehydrated raw foods. We study ingredient lists of every food we sell. We don't sell products that are primarily vegetable protein or that contain generic proteins, byproducts, fillers, or artificial preservatives. Find us in New Hope off of 169 at 9432 36th Avenue North and at TotalDogCompany.com. 
Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show, your source for elder care and caregiver solutions, inviting you to listen to our live call-in show airing on Saturdays from noon to one. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding elder care and caregiver issues to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your best quality of life. Please join us this Saturday from noon to one for the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show and learn more about us at minnesotahospice.com. This is Chad, owner of AM950. I've been telling you about my friends at Snap Construction who are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior construction company in the metro. Don't just take my word for it. Take a look at all their reviews online. Winter is the most cost-effective time of the year to complete your construction project. A majority of Minnesotans choose to have their work completed on their home in the summer when they should be enjoying the weather. As a result, the demand for labor in the summer is much higher. The most cost-effective way to improve or restore your home is in the winter due to the lower demand. Right now, Snap Construction is offering an additional 30% off of labor to the AM950 listeners on your next construction project between now and the end of February. Call 612-333-SNAP and mention AM950 for an additional 30% off. As always, Snap Construction stands by their work with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Don't wait to get a free estimate by calling 612-333-SNAP or find them online at snapconstruction.com. Financing options available. Hi, everybody. This is Paul Metza inviting you to my New Year's Eve party, a benefit for Metro Cable Channel 6, where you can watch my show, Wall of Power TV, every weekend at 8 and 1130. It's going to be at the studio, 1229 Northeast 2nd Street, on New Year's Eve with great musicians like Dan Israel, Mary Cucciarello, Pete Sandvik, and myself. Get tickets at mcn6.org. It's for a good cause. It's going to be a great night. Northeast Acoustic New Year's, mellow into 2019. With your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Today will be sunny with a high near 14 and a low around 9. Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 33 and a low around 23. Monday, a 50% chance of snow with a high near 29 and a low around negative 2. Eat Local Minnesota is a great way to find locally owned Minnesota restaurants. Make sure the money you spend stays local. Featuring great restaurants such as Burger Moe's, The Bad Waitress, Cafe Latte, and more. Find a full list of restaurants at eatlocalminnesota.com. Food Freedom Radio. Um, I'm with Candy Brothel, and Candy is the publisher of Natural Awakenings and the host of a new show on AM 950, Grain Tea Conversations, Let's Talk Natural Wellness. Welcome, Candy. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Your new show in the new year. Very excited about it. We have some great guests that are coming up. Um, Our first guest will be Jackie Flaherty, who is the original publisher of Natural Awakenings. We'll find out from her some of her journey as she was putting the magazine together and also... You know, let let listeners know what will be coming up in the new year and what they can expect. And um, the second guest that we'll be having is Kerrigan Curtis of Kerrigan Curtis Design Builds. And she'll be talking to us about building biology. Building biology. Building now, that, biology. Is, that is a really a fascinating topic. It is. So, There's so many things around that. So I'm assuming we're not going to get through everything and we'll have her right. back again. Yeah. <laughs> Already as I'm preparing for this so, show. So uh, someone new, can you describe what you mean by building biology? So building biology, I'm not an expert in it, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to pretend to be. But some of the things that we're going to be talking about is really um, looking at many different things. So the flow of your home, how, how, the, how it flows as you're going through it, so how that feels. You're taking a look at e, at the um, emissions that are around us and how to reduce that. Yeah, and that's a big issue because I know someone told me to watch this movie Zapped, and there's a part of me that I haven't watched it yet because I don't know if I want to know how bad these cell phone and all this EM this energy wave might be for us and how we can protect ourselves from it. And she she'll have some really great ideas for us as well and some ways to reduce it. Um, the interesting thing with Kerrigan is she moved into a home where um, there was a lot of mold that she was dealing with. She didn't know that, um, but she became very sick as a result of it, and so she's used. Um, she used that time to learn herself, and then she started integrating that into her business. So Kerrigan is a is a general contractor, mm-hmm. and uh, she started using it in her designs as well. 
Cool. So other guests you have planned? Other guests will be, uh, I'm trying to think of who I have coming up, um, Annette Rugelow, who also, she does space clearing in homes, so uh, energy clearing, which is really interesting to me because as somebody who right now is looking at possibly moving into a new home, uh, I remember a few years back when I purchased the home I'm in now, I was working with a woman who is a massage therapist from China. And in China, she, she had told me in China when they go to look at homes, they always take a baby with Oh. Because a baby can pick up on the energy in the home. And mm. so if a baby starts becoming irritable or crying or that type of thing, that you should, you know, take that into consideration that that may not be the best place for your family. And um, so I did that. <laughs> I actually had a friend who had a, a small child in their life, and I brought the child with me and went into a home that I thought we wanted to buy, and um, the baby became very irritable. So I thought, well, let's take a look at something else. And as we started to take a look at other homes, I found the home that I'm in now, which has been just wonderful. And the baby was very happy when we brought him in there. <laughs> that is interesting. That is very interesting. I know, I'm sure some people are listening that's just too weird. I mean, well, but. we all sense it, right? I mean, we all sense energy. And so I know it sounds kind of, maybe it sounds kind of weird, but think about how if two people are arguing at, in your workplace and they you go into a room where they're going to be in there with you, so you go into a meeting, they've had a horrible argument. They're really angry with each other. You feel that when you go into the room. You can mm -hmm. feel that. That's the energy that's in there. So think about if you're in a home where maybe there has been a lot of um, arguing or a divorce or, God forbid, you know, an illness where somebody has passed away. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of sadness and heaviness. That energy is still there. That energy is still around us. And so I know it sounds... It may sound kind of, oh, goodness, what is she talking about? But really, if you think about it, we all feel the energy from each other all the time. We do. We do. And and so Natural Awakenings has been around for 25 years. And so it's becoming more and more mainstream. And um, and we can maybe put this a little bit in a food context because, um, uh, you know, there's – I've heard this a couple times. Like a, a plant that's actually um, around positive vibes would be – a much bigger plant, uh, whereas a plant that can be yelled at or something can actually diminish. Um, I, I don't know the veracity of any of this stuff, but I think I know, I know on a different level. You know, if, if, if I know what's fruitful on, on a different level, and part of it is learning to have that self-trust with ourselves so that we can mm -hmm. create a better world for all and for the future, especially when we're dealing with so many problems right now. Well, I think anyone who has houseplants <laughs> knows how important it is to talk to our houseplants, right? Uh -huh. And people who do, who send their, who talk to their plants in a loving way, they always have big, beautiful houseplants. My mother was, I t as you said earlier, yeah. I grew up on a farm and my mother had, she always told us when we were picking weeds in the garden, my mother was a little bit of a hippie, oh. <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> Love her to death. Uh, but she she would say as we were picking weeds, be sure to tell the plants what it is that you're doing uh -huh. because you're disrupting the soil around them. So let them know what you're doing as you're pulling plants. So she'd be talking to plants the whole time that she was weeding. And so, of course, so would we. And it really, she always had beautiful gardens. Always yeah. had beautiful gardens. Always had beautiful gardens. You know, and um, even though some of this stuff can seem kind of um, weird and out there right now, uh, also life is very, very complex. I mean, there's more organisms alive in a teaspoon of soil than there are humans that have ever lived on the planet. And that's one of the things I picked up from the Nobel Conference 54. I mean, life is complex. And we've sort of lingered the last couple hundred years on a really reductionist way of looking at life. Um, and this emergent viewpoint of, you know, water is life, mm -hmm. and the soil is alive, and the plants are alive, and it's not, you know, the, this this conditioning of reducing everything has actually resulted in climate change and injustice, and so it's all about how we make the shift. Mm-hmm. 
And actually, if you think about it, if we can if we can look at things as objects of not having a life, it's much much easier for us to to not treat it well. And so, if we look at water, for instance, as being something that's just due to us and that we should always have, then it's really easy to take it for granted. Um, but water, water is life for us. And water is alive. And so how do we, how do we, what can we do to protect it? What can we do to, to really honor it for what it does for us? Without it, we're nothing. So. <laughs> right. In, in our interconnection with the water. Yes, exactly. So I've been, um, so I've been wondering about including this quote because it's, it is a little bit of a jump and I'm going to, because the, the conditioning, um, the common conditioning really prevents us from dealing with critical issues. Um, and the common conditioning is so pervasive, it's hard to see because it's everywhere. It's pervasive. Um, you know, we need to we need to have jobs, so we have to have these pipelines. It's like, well, what's about the pipeline and where is it for environmental? Or we must use pesticides or people will starve. So part of this awakening is to, I, I love this old quote from Yale Wilson, we need the unrelenting application of reason, a basic sense of kindness, and an understanding of who we are. And we are these energy beings. And how do we, how do, how do we use both our heart and our mind in a way that creates a world that we want to create, that's aligned with our values and aligned with our aspirations? Mm-hmm. So are you asking me that? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure where I'm going with all this. But, but a big part of it is how we personally sort of take care of our stuff, right? We have to find our own trauma and heal our trauma so that we can move in a holistic ways in the world and, and start healing the trauma of the world. Right. If we, you know, that's a big part of what we're talking about when we talk about awakening is awakening to what... Uh, it, who who we are at our core and why we are the way we are. And so, you know, I, there's so many times every day where I will be on the road traveling and somebody pulls in front of me and I immediately go from zero to 60. <laughs> I'm mad. Right. I am so mad. And I have to think to myself, what is it that happened just now that made me this angry? Like, what am I really feeling? What is what is the feeling behind this? Because really, this person cutting me off could have been just an accident, could have been, you know, he just not paying attention, whatever. But for me, there's, at that time, I'm feeling there's this injustice to it. Mm -hmm. So where does that injustice come from for me? Where it, Where is it? And when you start looking back, and you start looking back into your lifetime, and you start thinking about how many times did I feel this injustice? And where did this start? And is this really true for me? Mm -hmm. And many times you're going to find it goes back to your childhood, right? We, we always hear that. <laughs> and so as a mother, I always think, oh, my goodness, what did I do to my own son? <laughs> that he'll be having all these other things that he's, he's dealing with. But it does. It goes all the way back to our, to our childhood. And I was just reading recently in a book where they were talking about um, we don't develop the ability to logically think, to really think with full logic until we're in our 20s. And so prior to that, we're, we're thinking completely from emotion. And so everything that happens to us happens to us at an emotional level. So when we go back and I think, that's not fair. They shouldn't have done that. They did that against me. I can go back to my own childhood and think, when did I feel like that first? When was mm -hmm. the first time that I recall having that memory? And as an adult, we can look at it and go, okay, logically, that may not be true, but emotionally is what we're dealing with in the moment. And so how do we go back and start to heal that emotional part? Right, and the importance of healing that emotional part, because so we talk about what we want to be awake, so we've been walking around kind of zombieish or not awake, triggered by things that we don't really even understand what we're triggered by. Exactly, and, that's, and that is really what awakening is. It's becoming aware to that and accepting it. So if I can become aware to the feeling of what I'm having where I feel like there's an injustice that's been done, and I can accept that that really wasn't an injustice, 
injustice against me. It's my own feeling about it. Now I can make conscious choice. I can decide what to do. The good thing is, Laura, is that I will be interviewing people who can help us on this journey. And, and it is important because I know um, like people uh, practice all sorts of different things of s- somatic because we can actually, our bodies can hold trauma and they can manifest as physical problems because we're holding trauma that we're unaware of. Yes. And so people, a lot of people are coming up and they're, they're healers and they can help um, chart um, a, a, a less painful path. Exactly. And so we'll get to talk to people like that who can help us heal on that physical, spiritual, emotional level and really help us to to live the life that we want to live. And that we're born to live. Yes. That, that we're meant More to live. More importantly, what we're born to live. What we're born to live. Yeah, so we're having um, uh, we're having a starter green tea conversation right now. Um, uh, Candy Rofo is going to be starting a new show on AM 950, Green Tea's Conversations. That show's starting Sunday, January 6th at 10 o'clock. And you're listening to Food Freedom Radio on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hi, I'm Dr. Scott Shamblot from Shamblot Family Dentistry. We're the fear-free, get-you-out-of-pain-now dental office. And I'm Rachel Shamblot. Did you know a lot of people are afraid of the dentist? You don't need to be afraid of my dad. He makes going to the dentist comfortable and even fun. We don't care if you're a dental regular or haven't seen a dentist in years. We just want to make you comfortable and get you out of pain. If you don't see my dad, please see another dentist. Take care of your teeth because they're the only ones you get. Call 1-800-FIX-MY-TEETH or visit fixmyteeth.us. Be sure to pick up your copy of this month's Natural Awakenings magazine, a free local guide to a healthier and more balanced life. Each monthly issue includes timely, local, national, and global stories. Learn about alternative and complementary medicine, nutrition, fitness for body and mind, personal growth, sustainability, and much more. Natural Awakenings can be found at area health food stores, food co-ops, and retail locations. More information is available at NaturalTwinCities.com. That's NaturalTwinCities.com. Northeast Minneapolis is known for its creativity, and you'll know exactly why when you eat at Hazel's Northeast. Their creatively prepared comfort food will have you coming back week after week. Breakfasts like biscuits and gravy, granola pancakes, and brisket hash. For lunch, homemade soup, and one of the best Rubens in town. And don't miss the daily risotto or Chef Ali's ever-changing dinner specials. Come on in. Bring the whole family. Hazel's Northeast delivers real good food. Family owned at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis. So when you get to the corner of Smith and Orchard, you're going to want to take a you left. Not going to then what you're going to do is turn onto Marcy Avenue up, and go past and the first three lights and then take it. the next left. I don't really then drive think five more blocks and you should be there. Right to judge, right? Park anyway, on the right. I'll see I you later tonight. Night. It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Native Earth Radio is proud to announce we're adding an extra hour. One hour's too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. Great. More time for me to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national Native news with reporters all around the country. Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. We are awake. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and streaming live on Facebook. Appliance manufacturers have announced record-breaking price increases for January 2019. Warner Stellion filled their Twin Cities warehouses so you could beat the price increases with guaranteed savings through January 2nd. Wait to buy and you'll pay more. No matter where you shop, whether you need one or an entire house full, Warner Stellion guarantees appliance savings through January 2nd, including fast free local delivery, trusted basic installation, haul-away, and 18 months zero interest financing. Guaranteed appliance savings now at Warner Stellion. Freedom Radio. With us is Candy Bruffel. She is the publisher of Natural Awakenings and the host of a new show on AM 950, Green Tea Conversations, Let's Talk Natural Wellness. And that show will be airing on Sundays from 10 to 11, starting fresh in the new year. So congratulations on your new show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited about it. I'm excited about it, too, because this whole idea of natural wellness and its potential 
It's like the potential of kids gardening. The potential is so great. If we can, we could reduce healthcare costs. We could maybe live more relaxed lives. <laughs> There's so many things that are happening right now, right here in in the Twin Cities. That's so exciting, and that's some of the things that I want to bring into the radio show as well. There's so many nonprofits that are working with, um, especially with kids and growing growing food and preparing food and um, doing the value add. So perhaps making salsa from some of the products that they're, uh, some of the crops that they're growing. And, um, and then how do they, how do they use that to, to have an income for the organization and to sustain uh, the work that they're doing. And so it's really, there's so many different things that are happening and just so many ideas of people who I can talk to. <laughs> oh, yes. And it's, it's so nice to be show. able to shine the light on all these people doing wonderful, wonderful things. And and so how do we have, how do we use our ability to consciously choose to create the world that we want to leave for future generations? Mm-hmm. And that's, that is something that we will be looking at in 2019. Um, I know you're looking at it with your show. I'm looking at it with ours as well. There's other people on this station who are as well. Lori with Connections Radio and Michelle and Connie with oh, Awakened Living Infusion. I love Infusion. their show. If, if anyone hasn't ever listened to Awakening Infusions, it's a it's a wonderful show. I feel calmer just listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, but it's and and I'm awake with Native Roots Radio. Yes, yes. There's so many, like I said, just so many good things that are going on, and I think it's um, in 2019. It promises to be a very good year for all of us, and we can choose to make it that. Yeah, and I want to mention Drink in the Style and Pet Connections and all these We don't want to leave anybody out. Don't want to leave anybody <laughs> out. So, um, But, again, I think there is so much... Um, there is there's a, a lot of um, power. In, uh, part of being in a non-awakened state, I think it's a feeling of powerlessness, right? Mm-hmm. That I'm triggered and I'm pushed around and I have no choice about the future. It's all, you know, I, I'm a victim of circumstances. And so how we can kind of shift so that we can um, make the destiny that, again, I think everybody wants. We want sustainable living. We want water quality. And underneath all of that is really fear. Yeah. And we are such a fear-based society. And um, just as human beings, I mean, that's where we're going to gravitate toward. It's part of our survival instinct is to be on the watch of everything that could be happening, that could could take away our security. And so we're kind of hyper to that anyway, mm-hmm. hypersensitive to it anyway. And nowadays it seems like there's just so much more fear than ever before. We hear it all the time in the news. We hear it in conversations around us. There's this sense of lack that mm-hmm. we are we are really struggling with right now. And um, it is one of the things, kind of the overall goal of my show um, of Green Tea Conversations in 2019 is how do we overcome that fear? What are some things that we can do? And one of the first things that we can do in overcoming that fear is really getting educated, really gaining some knowledge about what is available to us. Is this really true? If we start asking ourselves, is this really true? Am I? Is this just a feeling I have or is this really true? Because when we're looking at people who are coming at us from this fear-based mentality, they are triggering us on that emotional level. Mm-hmm. And so once we become aware of that, that, you know, this is how I, I'm kind of going back and feeling what I felt like when I was seven mm-hmm. or, you know, when I was 20 <laughs> or whatever the case might be. But when we can look at that and see what it really is triggering in us, then we can start asking ourselves, is it true? Is it true? And does it need to be true for me? That's what, I, and I think also culturally we can ask, you know, what is what is the roots of the whole problem that we're having? Because we do live in a very unjust, crazy time. I mean, again, nitrates in the water. There's a story in the Star and Tribune about um, in in Wisconsin area that the farming is causing. This woman wrote very. Um, her child was disabled, and they think it's because of the nitrates in the water, and so we're all. 
why are we living in that way? That the sort of why do we have so much unhealth and unease and fear in our society? Um, and why do we need to have the nitrates? Right. Right. Why? Why are we? Or the Monsanto. Where, what have we been convinced of that is telling us we need to have those nitrates, those pesticides, when we're planting our gardens? Mm-hmm. We didn't have them back. You know, we had very little pesticides when I was growing up. Right. The pesticides is a new thing. And I, I was actually on some site about this urban agriculture event. They call themselves urban agriculture, but they're all looking at um, more genetic engineering and gene editing and all this technology. And I'm, it scares me because I think that I think humans are not always the best at being humble. Mm-hmm. And really, what do you mean by that? Well, we think we can, uh, we'll, oh, I figured out, uh, well, let's look at Roundup. Hey, I can do this, and now we're going to reduce pesticide use. But it did not reduce pesticide use. It just made you money. <laughs> so we've kind of got the system that's been running on this this monetary and, and who has the power and who controls it with such consequences on others. Um, and And I think that there is a role in awakening for rebalancing the power structures in our society. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting that you say that. So what are some of the what are some of the things that you see that we can do? Well, now I'm struggling. I'm going to have to say this quote because I've been debating about. It. So this is from the book Sacred Hunger, and it was written by Barry Unsworthy in 1992, and the book won the Booker Prize. And it was a book that's um, is a, a fiction, but it was set in the 1700s about a slave trip, a slave ship, and on the slave ship, the the, the slaves and the sailors revolted, and then they formed a little utopia in, in Florida. Um, and here's a quote from the book, um, and it said that picturing things is bad for business. It's undynamic. It can choke the mind with horrors if persisted in. We have graphs and tables and balance sheets and statements of corporate philosophy to help us remain busily and safely in the realm of the abstract and comfort us with a sense of lawful endeavors and lawful profit. And we have maps. What are our maps of our current culture? How do I choose a map? That aligns with my heart and my gut. And when it comes to food, it's like water is life. It's the sacred nature of us all. It's the, it's me knowing myself as sacredness and, and beyond um, abuse. Mm-hmm. So perhaps we can challenge each other, Lori. Let's go for it. To say 2019, how do we create those maps? Ooh. How do we take us out of the abstract and bring us into the concrete. What are some things we can do together? We've got to figure this out. We're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. You've been listening to uh, Food Freedom Radio on AM 950, The Progressive Voice. And uh, check out Green Tea Conversations Sunday at 10 o'clock on AM 950, The Progressive Voice of Minnesota. I'm feeling-